Welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Terrain? I am okay. So today is a um, a different kind of episode. Um, it's going to be, firstly, we're going to release this like midweek, and um, it's going to be specifically about the um, allegations against Vice President Joe Biden made by Tara Reid um, of sexual assault. Um, so we want to be very clear right now, firstly, this is, yes, usually a comedy podcast. This is not a joking matter, uh, matter and we're not going to be making this one funny. Um, number two, because you could probably hear it right now, we do apologize. There's a cat running around in the background. Um, we can't stop that, unfortunately. Okay. He really is undercutting this whole not joking thing. Um, number three... Uh, we are not drinking for this. Um, this is going to be a very sober conversation about a very sober topic. Um, is there anything I'm missing? Nope. I think that covers it. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do kind of is just give a rundown of um, the timeline slash facts as we know them. Um, if we miss anything, I do apologize. Um, please feel free to... Uh, message me and let me know stuff that I missed and we can talk about it another time. I, I just, um, I want to, we're going to try to get this as, as close to exact as we possibly can. Um, but there's always going to be, you know, there are errors. So I want to make sure that that's known up front. I'm not purposely leaving anything out. We are trying to be as thorough as we can um, regarding the allegations. Okay. Let's get started. Um, in April of 2019, um, Tara Reed, along with seven others, um, former staffers, uh, um, politicians, um, told a California newspaper that Joe Biden inappropriately touched them. Um, uh, the quote here is, uh, Biden used to, quote, put his hands on my shoulders and run his fingers up my neck, unquote. Um, that was um, done with a, with a lot of other people who wanted to make it clear that though they didn't see it as, um, you know, any sort of sexual assault behavior, it was still um, something that made them uncomfortable in the workplace um, and qualified under sexual harassment. Um, Tara had also uh, said that during her time as a staffer um, for Biden, she was asked to serve drinks. Um, to other, um, to others, and you know, thought that was a demeaning, uh, demeaning task, and said that she wasn't going to, and believed she was retaliated against for that reason. Um, uh, Reed had talked to reporters around that time and stated that the the story was not itself about sexual misconduct. That was a quote. Um, she said it wasn't about sexual misconduct. Um, in March of two thousand and twenty. Uh, Tara alleged in an interview with Katie Halper, um, uh, I believe it was on her podcast, uh, that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her. Um, according to Tara Reid, uh, Joe Biden pressed her against... A, oh, my, before I do this, I do apologize. Uh, if there, Trigger warning. We are going to be describing some graphic um, non-consensual non sexual details. So if that is something that is... A trigger for you please stop listening now um sorry before i keep going um <clears throat> anyway he pressed her against a wall kissed her against her will and digitally penetrated her um according to her she uh, he also said uh come on man i heard you liked me he also told her that she was nothing um and then took her by the shoulders and said you're okay you're fine and walked away um reed filed a police report with uh, the D.C. police in April, um, though not naming Biden, it was specifically about Joe Biden. Um, uh, Tara Reid's brother and multiple friends of Tara Reid um, attested that Reid did inform them of the assault at that time. Um, Reed's neighbor said that she was told about the assault at that time. Reed's former neighbor, my apologies. Um, a staffer from a uh, California State Senate. Just, just to be clear, her neighbor said she was told a few years later. Right. My apologies. Yeah. Not at that time. Uh, a few a few years later. Mm -hmm. My apologies. Um, a state staff. Uh, sorry, a staffer from a California Senate uh, state senator uh, said that she was told about the harassment, but doesn't remember if she was told about the assault. Um, though it is important to note that corroborating witnesses' stories have changed over over time. Um, 
according to the New York Times, um, who interviewed 20 people who worked with Biden in the 90s, none corroborated the story. Um, no Biden staffer that has been asked has corroborated the story. Um, Joe Biden did an interview with Mika Brzezinski um, from Morning Joe um, and uh, denied the allegation, stating that, um, sorry, I'm going to let him explain that. The former Senate aide accuses you of sexual assault. And please, uh, to our viewers, please excuse the graphic nature of this, but I want to make sure that there is no question as to what we're talking about. She says in 1993, Mr. Vice President, that you pinned her against the wall and reached under her clothing and penetrated her with your fingers. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Tara Reid? No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. Um, during the interview, uh, Joe Biden was asked about releasing documents regarding a potential, um, or sorry, an alleged complaint that was um, alleged at the time. Joe Biden said that those documents would be in the um, in the Senate. Um, he was also asked to release University of Delaware documents. Um, Joe Biden stated that he didn't want to release those documents because one, no personnel files would be um, with it among those amongst those documents. He also stated that um, it would just have old um, political things such as policy papers um, that could be used against him during this current run. Um, let's see. Just gonna keep going. Um, it this has um, kind of morphed over time from you know the allegation itself has become more political um one side um tends to knee-jerk defend joe biden one side um knee-jerk attacks joe biden um to the point where there have been you know um things that you know people have defended joe biden over where they didn't actually need to and there are some that uh, joe biden was it was, uh, was alleged to have done something which is impossible because he wasn't in the place that he that that was in. Um, Tara Reid gave an interview um, uh, to um, Megyn Kelly, um, formerly of NBC and Fox, um, and just described in detail um, what she alleges happened to her. Um, she also answered a question um, regarding the political nature of um of the current situation so we're gonna play that sound as well I mean, what do you want to say to people like that who are looking into the camera right now saying i don't believe her i support him i want to say you don't have to discredit me or not believe me to vote for joe biden i even have friends and family that are still voting for joe biden because they that's what they're doing why wouldn't you ask me ask me what happened ask me my experience and then if you choose to not believe me that's fine and I don't really care deep down if they believe me or not. It, I know what happened to me and I'll move forward. But I want other survivors to know that, that they can come forward. And when they see this sort of onslaught, this sort of partisanship, it's, it's very discouraging. So, so we can come forward unless it's a Democrat? Is that the message we're sending? What, uh, before we get into um, talking about this, is there... Anything else that you think I missed that needs to be brought up in this moment right now that won't necessarily be brought up within the conversation that we're going to have? Do we? I, I want to make sure that we have all the facts out there. So if there's something that I'm like, forget, I know that there's some things that I've written down here that I, I thought I would get to, for example, um, how it's become increasingly political, uh, you know, um, the, a lot of Biden surrogates are like, I know Joe Biden. He's a great guy. He wouldn't do that, which isn't an actual answer. As we all know, you know, monsters can be nice people to other people, but monsters to others. Um, we also, you know, would be, we'll probably be touching on how, um, you know, the, the similarities and differences between this and, um, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, um, which happened as well. Um, but it also, you know, there are a couple of things with, you know, the issues with um, Tara's story specifically. 
um, the the tweet that she sent at Ryan Grimm saying, you know, TikTok, um, his moments, something like that. I don't remember the specifics, but sort of telegraphing what was about to happen um, later on. Um, so is there anything else that I'm like that I'm missing that needs to be said right now before we actually have that conversation? No, I don't think so. Okay. And again, if I missed anything, if you think that there is something that we don't cover uh, that I didn't say up front, uh, please message me. Feel free to. I want to take all the input in this because I know this is a really hard conversation to have. Um, it's really difficult and not at all, you know, I don't want to be at all glib or cavalier about anything. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm giving as much information as I can um, for all over. And I want to make sure that uh, something else is clear. During this conversation, I am going to, uh, we will discuss our biases, our biases rather. Um, but I'm also going to be asking questions um, for, in like a manner of like both sides-isms. Essentially, like mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be saying, you know, like I'm going to I'm going to frame the argument both ways. I'm not going to just look at one and, and talk about it that way. So I want to make sure that that's very, very, very clear. Um, yeah, you're going to act as like a facilitator of the conversation. Yes. So you may ask something that sounds like an offensive question, but it's we really just want to have the conversation that people are having. Right. And I, I want to make sure there's, spheres. yes, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm trying to, um, evoke conversation overall. So, mm -hmm. um, so let's, I, I would just like to start with your reaction to all of this. I know we haven't really talked too much about it on mic, um, at all, actually. No, we haven't talked no. at all about it on mic. Um, we've talked about it off mic. Um, what were you, what were your reactions to it specifically? Um, vis-a-vis -vis the, the interview that she did with Megyn Kelly um, detailing what happened. I mean, I found the interview very compelling. Um, I think listening to her tell her story, um, I, I just thought it was compelling. I thought it was credible. Um, I think she seemed genuine, but... I, that that would be my initial base reaction, I think. What about, I, I don't know if you actually watched the full um, Joe Biden interview with, with Mika Brzezinski. Did you get ever get to see that whole thing? I didn't see the full. I think I saw about the first two or three minutes before I ran out to work. How'd you feel about that? I mean, it, it felt very typical Joe Biden, I would say. Um, I... What, I don't know. What do you um, uh, expand on, on on typical Joe Biden? Like 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 not like not rehearsed. Um, it seemed like he he was speaking his feelings. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just not not very rehearsed. A little um, scattered. There, I um, yeah. yeah. Not didn't seem as prepared as you'd think you would be i guess for someone who hasn't like addressed this in right. like a month yeah um yeah but then again you know very very similar to me to his debate performances um like just like he didn't seem ready for it you know i guess is, is what i'm thinking but i think that's just joe biden at yeah. this point do you think that it would have sounded worse if he sounded super polished like he had been preparing for the interview for a while like, do you think a rehearsed mm -hmm. a rehearsed response would be worse than a off the cuff, um, seemingly, um, for lack of a better term, genuine response? I think there are things he could have rehearsed and then said that he might not think of in the moment that would have uh, been better. Um, so that part might have been nice, but I, I can see how that would be possibly damaging for all of a sudden the guy who can't string a sentence together to have a very polished Polit response. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, what do you think, what are, let's, let's start here. Let, you want to go over like sort of our biases towards yeah. this? Yeah. What, what would you like to start or would you like me to start? Um, I'll start, I go guess. Ahead. Um, I mean, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. Um, ever since these allegations of, 
um, harassment started coming out. You know, I've, I've thought of him as a bit of a creep. Um, I think he is inappropriate with people and he has not been apologetic about it. So I, I don't have a strong positive feeling about Joe Biden in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think though, as listeners of this podcast would also attest, I'm not like, I'm not a Bernie bro. I'm not somebody who would go out and attack somebody. Like I wouldn't go out and attack Joe Biden because he's not Bernie. Right. You're right. Um, I'm not a Republican, so I'm not going to go out and attack Joe Biden because he's a Democrat. Like, I think I just am not super big on Biden. Um, but, you know, I'm still, he's going to be our candidate unless anything changes, which I don't expect it to, and I will still be voting for him um, as our candidate in at the this, general election. At this point, right? Yeah. At yeah. this moment. Right. Um, I, I mean, for those, for those longtime listeners, they'll know that I was, um, uh, under the Joe Biden spell, um, before when, you heard him talk before, I, well, not before I heard him talk. I, I will admit that, um, when we like early on in the podcast, um, I really wanted to beat the, I wanted to beat Donald Trump. I, um, Saw Joe Biden as the best person to do that. He had the highest name ID. He ha- could ride that Obama wave. Um, so I was, um, you know, good. I'm like, let's do this. Let's not even look at other people. Um, but that's what I did with Hillary, sort of. Um, but you know, we looked at we looked at his record and other candidates' records, and I became a pretty decent Joe Biden Joe Biden critic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I don't co-sign everything he's done, everything he says. Um, and we call him out when he fucks up, which is more often than we'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also a Democratic voter. Um, so I, at this moment, um, will be casting my vote for the Democratic nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, unfortunately at this moment, that Democratic nominee is Joe Biden, um, and it's rough because there are a lot of question marks that 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 lie around this yeah. um for for Joe Biden and um his character um seeing as this happened so can i get into and well I, there's another bias i want to address yes. um just that is is being brought up a lot by um the right um and we'll get into more detail about that allegation but um just that the Democrats are ignoring the allegation because it's inconvenient to address it, basically, because Biden's our presumptive nominee at this point. Um, And I I do want to address that there is a bias I have, um, and it's I'm not saying it's a good thing that I have this bias, but I'm a Democrat. I believe Democrats um, think about things the the right way. Like, morally right way. Um, More often than not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's my belief system. So I am, unfortunately, I'm probably more likely to give a Democrat the benefit of the doubt than I would a Republican who would be accused of something of this nature. Right. Just, yeah, that's just a subconscious, unconscious bias, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just... I think if you've listened to this show, I've said some things about <laughs> uh, Republicans and you you would know that I'm not, not a big fan. So, yeah. so I would be just more likely to um, accept bad behavior of a Republican. So like, I, I just want to when acknowledge you say accept, that. you mean expect. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want to make sure that, that was, that was clear. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, and I think I, I will agree that I'm. I think I'm in a, I'm in a similar frame. Mm-hmm. Though that said, I usually believe the bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, like if if someone like, I mean, let's talk about it when we talk about um women uh coming forward and saying that a man has done something awful to them. I again, I'm among the mindset of there's no reason to do it. Like you're other than because it happened, 
Um, you're going to get destroyed. You're, you're going to be destroyed. Your name dragged through the mud. Um, you're, it's it's going to be a, a straight-up nightmare for you. And why would you suggest subject yourself to that mm-hmm. unless it is true? Um, and I do agree that, you know, there has to be the base of, of you know, like, we should... Like, you know, we should investigate claims. We should believe women and investigate claims. Um, and I, I think I, I will agree that I'm I'm among those who, um, when I hear that a Republican does something like this, I'm like, of course they did. And um, if I hear that, it, you know, a Democrat did something, I might do a little bit more Google, Google. Yeah. To, to, yep. But at the end of the day, I usually go, oh, well, fuck, they did it too. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, and I, I think that's it's important to call out your bias. Yeah, like, and this is a bias that I mean we shouldn't have because let's be clear, both Democrats and Republicans are um, able to commit heinous behavior. Absolutely, we both agree that that's the case. Um, but it's important to point out where we are as people and how sometimes, as people, we don't see things the way that they should be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've worked on that, you know working on that going forward yeah um i can we talk about the the use of joe biden's character um as a as a shield for uh, for joe biden amongst his surrogates um you had multiple surrogates go in front of cameras go in front of reporters and say i know joe biden i know the type of person joe biden is he wouldn't do this kind of thing i haven't looked into any of the facts but i do know joe biden so this couldn't have happened because joe biden not not like this couldn't have happened because joe biden wasn't there at that time or this couldn't happen mm-hmm. because joe biden um was sick in bangladesh i can't even think of it but like it's literally, I know the person that Joe Biden is around me, so yeah. he couldn't have done this. What I, do you think about that? I mean, I I find it incredibly disingenuous. Um, and a, a lot of the people that stuff like that is coming from um, know better, I think. I think that it's a little shameful, honestly, the way... Uh, Joe Biden surrogates have addressed this. Um, I think everybody has seen a story about the very friendly man nobody would have suspected is actually a terrible person right. or done something terrible. That's like the most common trope there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, monsters don't display themselves as monsters. No. Um, otherwise, he wouldn't have got elected to any, you know, it, rare exceptions being our president um but usually you you have a fakeade if if you're a person who would do something like this if you're like a serial killer if you're you know some something terrible people don't suspect that they think you're a nice guy you seem like a good boy you know like that's that's the kind of statements you'll hear from people who knew criminals right right and I think you're absolutely right that it's not a it's not a good defense. It, it's not a it's never a good defense just because like anyone could be that monster. Mm-hmm. Anyone monsters don't usually run around saying yes I'm a monster. So to I mean and I, and I I will admit I think that I I have seen Joe Biden in a positive light until all of the stuff from. All of the people saying he makes us un- makes us uncomfortable. Like I remember, like you know, uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but like I-, I do think that you know it changes when you hear like there are so many stories about mm-hmm. how Joe Biden has made this woman uncomfortable, that woman uncomfortable, this girl uncomfortable. Like it, you can't that can't be glossed over as if that never happened, right? But, like, but it has been. Yeah, it, it's it's been glossed over since been... it came out, and. Uh, it's it it's very disappointing. And it's been glossed over by a party that for the most part look tries to do the right thing mm-hmm. vis-a-vis women and uh, women's rights and uh you know protections yeah. for to protections from like violence. Well, and- the unfortunate thing I think is that I I believe a lot of Democrats 
are looking at this situation as um, a for the the better the collective the greater good the greater good yeah like um, well if Joe Biden gets elected or they might think one we don't have a second choice like there is no going back at this point yeah. so or how do we two, choose somebody else we can't yeah that'll make us look weak blah 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 or two if we just don't go support him and he loses we get donald trump again like they think well the best thing for women is for donald trump to not be in power which i think is actually behind people who maybe feel like me who don't support joe biden but will vote for him in the general if he's on the ticket because ruth bader ginsburg and and all the other all the other issues that will be terrible if Donald Trump is elected again. What? So I think that's, I, I hope that's the, the driving factor behind a lot of this. Yeah. What about the, okay. So what about the, the other side that argue, what about the, the side that argues, well, Donald Trump did this to, there are 20 something allegations about Donald Trump and only one like specifically like, like assault allegation for Joe Biden. Why do we overlook Donald Trump's and, and not, by the way, if you can hear how I'm asking yep. this, I, okay, good. Right. Um, what do, what do you, what about, uh, what do you say to that kind of argument? I'd say we're not and have not overlooked Donald Trump's allegations. I think the media perhaps has not done a very good job in, um, investigating and, um, what's the word broadcasting like those claims i don't think they've done a good job of that at all actually um but it's when it comes down to having to vote for someone who's sexually assaulted over a dozen women or someone who's sexually assaulted one woman uh, having to make that choice at all is disgusting i agree yeah i agree um i think i i think i might have said this two podcasts ago but like I I understand if someone who um, has been the victim of sexual assault, who is, you know, uh, as blue as it gets, um, decides they're not voting for, for Joe Biden if they because they believe this allegation. Mm-hmm. I I think that that's incredibly reasonable. It is it is horrible to ask someone to vote for someone they believe is a sexual predator to try to get rid of the other sexual predator. Um, it's one of those where it's like, it's 27 versus one. It's like, mm, it shouldn't be, it should be zero versus zero. Right. So I don't really care about that. Like that, that argument of, you know, like this, this it, that, that argument should not matter. Yeah. That's not, that's not something I'm basing my decision on who to vote on. Right. Definitely not. It's, it's just about policies and Supreme Court. That's what will be motivating me in November. So to the other side of the coin, um, a lot of the attacks that have um, been um, levied at Joe Biden um, since this allegation have come from the more progressive left. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when it comes from the progressive left, it doesn't necessarily uh, ring as something that, you know, is... How do I put this? Genuine? Yes. Sometimes it seems more like an attack on Joe Biden himself and not an actual belief of what happened. For example, yes. um, for example, um, Rose Twitter uh, took and ran with a story that was done by um, a publication called Law and Crime where Christine O'Donnell's niece... Um, uh, alleged that Joe Biden, I believe it was sexually assaulted her at a gridiron dinner in Delaware in 2008. Um, and they had like eight others corroborate the story and Joe Biden wasn't at that dinner. And they said, okay, it must've happened in 2007 to which the VP of the gridiron, um, club came out again and said, nope, he wasn't at that one either. Um, that didn't stop the left of Twitter from sending that far and wide, mm-hmm. um, trying to destroy the name of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. 
And though I think that it's very fair to attack Joe Biden um, on things that he has done or may have done, um, it's not great when you're not looking into this at all mm-hmm. and are only sending around, you know, the like, well, he did it because this says so, but then that had to print like a, re- not a tr- retraction, but they like changed the story saying, like adding the documents showing that he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the the idea of like just kind of going after Joe Biden because he's Joe Biden in order to potentially get a new nominee? I mean, it's not surprising in the least. Um, even without this allegation, we saw um, Sanders supporters just still, even after Bernie suspended his campaign, clinging to any any bit of hope that he could somehow still end up being the nominee over Joe Biden. Um, any story that would come out um, about Biden that painted him in a negative light, they would have latched onto and, and thrown out. I remember uh, I recently saw a story that on uh, the Sanders, Bernie Sanders, one of Bernie Sanders subreddits, um, hugely popular, upvoted a ton with a, a lot of comments um, that a Biden, um, what was the word, um, advisor was touting an idea to borrow against social security for a stimulus payment this person was not a biden advisor at all and biden came out against the policy but that wasn't anywhere in the thread Mm -hmm. they read a headline and they threw it to the top and said this is why we need bernie this is like doesn't don't anything that feeds into their belief that sanders is the only person who can save this country is just going to go into their system they're not doing research it's 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 unfortunate it's very cult-like it, it is it is very cult-like but what a, like but joe biden does have these allegations levied against him. right he is someone who is um going to be running against he's going to be running a national campaign as someone who has been labeled a sexual predator why is why is it so bad that they're trying to get someone they believe is a social predator, uh, sorry, a sexual predator off of the ballot. I just remember like 2016. Um, and I think the misogyny we saw from a lot of Sanders supporters uh-huh. and it's, it's kind of very difficult for me to believe that this is just like genuine. They believe the victim they think Biden needs to not be on the ballot because they believe he committed the sexual assault. I, I just don't think it's a genuine um, belief for for some of them. For some of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's similar to the right. Like, the, the, the conservatives that are using this, they have a guy who's been accused of sexual assault by 27 people. They don't care about this. This is not... They, they don't support Tara Reid. They don't believe women they don't care they're mm. using it as a tool to get what they want and that's just that's how i see sanders supporters using it as well so that was the uh, that was a, and i want to be clear because i know a lot of people would be very upset that that conversation even happened that was a conversation about the political agendas of those mm-hmm. uh, around this um sexual assault allegations uh, sexual assault allegation because though you know it is it is you know one of this like it's a sexual assault allegation. It shouldn't have a political agenda. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And that's important to, to note and talk about. And but. it's important. I mean, I know we did just talk about, but to reiterate again, that Biden support, not just Biden surrogates, but Biden supporters are also very much politicizing. Incredi- this. Yes. And, yes. and the, believing Biden off the bat, like the hashtag, I believe Joe trended and I was sick to my disgusted, stomach. disgusted. And like, and, I, and looking at some of that and seeing stuff like, I'm a sexual assault survivor and I believe Joe Biden. I saw multiple people tweeting that and it's just like... You're weapon... Ooh. Like, you're literally weaponizing... Um, your trauma? You're weaponizing your trauma against someone else who, according to her, has gone through this trauma. Yeah. Like, that to me is astounding. Mm-hmm. I am baffled by that. I think... 
I just, I honestly don't understand the reactions, how they can be viewed in a non-political way. Like, I think people who feel like me um, are out there, but it's not a loud opinion, so it's not being seen. So I feel like we're only seeing these three sides, and it's it's incredibly frustrating. But the the way I look at this is, why do you have to discredit her? Why does she need to be attacked? Why can't you say, um, I respect you. Um, I don't know you. I don't, I didn't live your story. Um, you're saying this happened to you. He's saying it didn't. I'm not one to decide what the truth is in that situation. Like, you don't see it, people saying anything like that, right. you know? Which is what she said in the clip that we shared. Yeah. Like, she said, you just like, ask me what happened, hear my story and mm-hmm. decide then. And and even if you can't decide, like, I just you don't have to discredit. You don't yeah. have to shame or hurt me in order to continue yeah. doing what you're doing. Why? Why does the victim have to be pure to be believed? Right. That's something about this story that is incredibly frustrating. I don't care what Tara Reid has done in her past i don't care that she filed for bankruptcy i don't care that she's maybe lied so that she could pay rent um i don't see how it's relevant that she is a survivor of domestic violence and claims to have been assaulted by other people uh people can be victims multiple times multiple people can people can commit crimes and still still be be victims. victims like it's i understand it it people are holding it to her truthfulness and I'm sure that's re- that would be relevant in like a court of law, but, but that's, that's not, not what this is. And let's be clear. Let's be clear. Some of the same people that are saying, oh, she can't be telling the truth now because she lied before are the same people that said we should trust Michael Cohen now, even though Michael Cohen yeah. lied the fuck all over the place. Mm-hmm. So the same people who said everyone that like flipped on Donald Trump was they they were liars before but now they're telling the truth you can't have it both ways Mm -hmm. you can't say this person's a liar because they're saying things you don't like Mm -hmm. let's talk about the um the i guess how we think the allegations should be addressed and how they are comparable and not comparable to um you know those of allegations against Brett Kavanaugh or Mm -hmm. um, Al Franken or um, I guess in this uh, we're also going to bring up Donald Trump Mm -hmm. um, but we kind of know where we are there. Well those are those are kind of two separate things that I'd I'd like to address separately I guess like um, I do think there are comparisons to be made and people are certainly making them between uh, the treatment of this allegation uh, versus Franken Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, I think that's a critique coming from the left and then from the right is the treatment of these allegations versus the treatment of Kavanaugh. Right. Um, so there has been one credible allegation of sexual assault against Joe Biden and against Al Franken. And well, to be clear, we're saying of sexual assault. Yes. There have been numerous credible, uh, credible, um, um, allegations about him, um, just being, in a, in a sense, se- creepy, touchy, Inappropriate. inappropriateness, mm-hmm. sexual inappropriateness. Good. Yeah. Um, there were, I want to say, eight Franken people who came forward about Al Franken, um, including people who had, like, pictures of him doing incredibly inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is one difference. Um, I believe Franken in the end chose to resign is that correct that's correct he, yeah he was asked to resign by a lot of people and yes. chose to do so yeah i think he was going to be subject to an ethics review and everything like that yeah. so so there was a method in place for a sitting senator to answer to allegations of this nature um he did not go through with that uh, method and chose to resign and yes, the Democratic Party called for him to resign. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely agree that some people in the Democratic Party, um, such as Kirsten Gillibrand, are being hypocritical um, in their treatment of the Franken 
versus the treatment of the Biden allegations. Why is she being hypocritical? And this is, again, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Why is she being hypocritical? We had multiple credible um, uh, multiple credible uh, uh, accusations against Franken. We had photo, photo evidence against mm-hmm. Franken. Um, he was already a sitting senator. Um, like wh- that's that's different than asking for the um, resignation. Sorry, the for the dropping out of Joe Biden with one mm-hmm. credible sexual assault uh, allegation right. and no uh, photo evidence or anything like that. I believe that her response of saying she believes Joe is right. the the hypocritical part. If she mm-hmm. would have said. I don't feel like there's enough evidence at this point in time to take action. Uh, but, you know, I I respect the statement both parties have made, and, and I'm going to con- continue to, to think on this and, and consider to, it. Uh, and and, and be open to, to any evidence. Open to evidence as it comes in, open to facts as it comes in, and as the facts come in, I will make my decision. I will make a more, uh, you know, whatever mm-hmm. decision. Yeah, I think right. that's, if she would have done that, not hypocritical. I think that's reasonable. But she jumped on the, uh, I believe Joe, because yes. I know Joe, because I've seen him. Yes. Um, and I've never seen him be horrible to anybody, so it's impossible for him to have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Kavanaugh, I think there are a lot of different factors here, because it's 1v1 again, one allegation. I think there were a few more who came forward with Kavanaugh, but it was really just the one that got the, the focus. Right. But um, that said, the, the media really fucked that one up, too, yes. because they went and chased down some dumb Michael Avenatti lead that was mm-hmm. that turned out to be just kind of fake and horrible. Right. But again, remember when liberals were like, Michael Avenatti's great. <laughs> so I think media is important. Mm-hmm. The media was absolutely irresponsible. Um, with the Kavanaugh stuff, they did not handle it appropriately. They treated it as a a sideshow, you know, yeah. a media boost. Like, that's 100% true. And to be clear, the Democrats are not the media. The media is its own thing that got Donald Trump elected. So, right. <laughs> um, so with Kavanaugh, we had a person appointed by the President of the United States Uh to a lifetime position Mm -hmm. that the Senate, which is majority Republican, would be voting each way. When it comes to Joe Biden, we have somebody nominated by the people, and the people will get to decide after all this whether or not that they're okay with it basically so with kavanaugh we had a very short amount of time very limited time frame to go over a very large scope right we had a very limited time um i think the the main ask that i remember is we want this to be investigated right we want an investigation we want to hear from the victim we want to hear from kavanaugh we wanted an investigation the the was was an investigation before he um was uh, before he was voted on. Right. Like right. we wanted to have that investigation and the findings of that investigation before he got that vote. Right. Right. And it did become a media circus. Absolutely it did. Um, unfortunately we did not get as thorough of an investigation as, as we would have liked, but I think, um, I think in Joe Biden's situation, we have been getting, some investigative pieces probably they had a lot more time yeah we're gonna have a lot more time we have six months until the election that this claim is going to be as thoroughly vetted as possible and we as the american people will get to decide um what we feel based on that claim and hopefully people will actually do their research and and you know have an informed vote come November. We didn't really have that option at all when it came to Brett Kavanaugh. Do you think the media has been doing their job um, regarding the the Reed allegations? I would say that the broadcast media is not. How um, so? I know there are a lot of papers like New York Times did a very thorough piece. Yes. Uh, I believe others are also doing thorough investigations, but I don't think mainstream broadcast media is really covering this at all i mean 
Um, I believe Tara Reid was offered interviews with CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News, and she declined them all. I know at least um, two of those. I think it, at least CNN and, and Fox are correct, I believe. Right. I, MSNBC came out and said they offered her an interview. She denied it. So how are, um, how is broadcast media not doing their job if she continues to not go in front of broadcast media? She went in front of Megyn Kelly on Megyn mm-hmm. Kelly's YouTube. Again, I'm... Uh, I sound like I'm... No, hey, thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're doing your job. <laughs> thank you for understanding. I just... Um, I find it strange when I'm seeing coverage of joe biden and it's not being brought up you know like it's Uh it's a it it reminds me of the way trump's allegations were covered which was very little except when we had the the tape of him saying he sexually assaults women that was covered because we had video and it was entertaining right so i i feel like i don't know if tv media is afraid to talk about it you know like it's just not something they want to broadcast but i I'd really like to to see more of it. and But who should be asked the questions? Shouldn't it be Joe Biden that has to answer those questions? I do like, right. what, what do you think about that? I mean, and he did in, yeah. in an interview. He did. But I, I like, what do you think about, um, you know, like asking his surrogates the questions? Like what is mm-hmm. it? Cause they are the like, television media is asking surrogates the questions, which is why you get yeah. quotes from, you know, some Biden surrogate saying, I believe Joe because he's a cool guy. Yeah, I don't think that really gets to anything of substance regarding the allegations, does it? Like, they don't know what happened then. Mm-hmm. They're saying what they need to say to try to get Biden elected. So it's, I'm I'm not a journalist. Um, I'm not an investigator. Uh, I don't know what sort of things you can be looking into, but I believe there's more that can be done at this point. Let's talk about things you can be looking into. Joe Biden um, said that he wanted um, the he wanted the Senate to pull up any personnel file that had Tara Reid's name in, in um, conjunction with this allegation, but he didn't want um, anything from UD, um, University of Delaware, to come out because th- there would be no personnel files there. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you think that that's a dodge? Do you think that that's... I don't think it's a dodge, but I think it's dumb. Why wouldn't he want all of the... Uh, why wouldn't he just release everything? I believe the why reason he, he doesn't want to... Why wouldn't open it up for re- anybody to look through? I believe the reason he doesn't want to release everything is because Joe Biden's positions on a lot of uh, policies have changed drastically since his Senate career and over his Senate career and... I'm sure there are policy positions that he doesn't want seeing the light of day. Um, he doesn't want to see when he, if he proposed social security cuts or, uh, you know, the opposition to busing or any, any of those other, like, their po- his policy notes are in there, so he doesn't want those out. Right. But, but the, that's dumb, though. Would, do you? I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's dumb. This I, is a, this is a, okay, so this is, I, I, before I was playing devil's advocate, yeah. now I'm being me. I think in the um, grand scheme of things, uh, looking like you're trying to hide a sexual assault mm-hmm. allegation behind um, documents at the University of Delaware pales, like literally is is worse than a policy paper that you wrote back in 1942 where you said, I think that social security should be handled by the private sector and kick all those old people off. Right. I think you are... Ba- optically he looks like he's hiding this what's the do you really think so optically yes do you think that this is affecting his chances overall right now? i honestly don't know how much people are paying attention to this story yeah so That's so i thing. would say i would say if he's if he's trying to leverage that fine but something's something happens october surprises happen where shit blows up mm-hmm. and when they go back and look at how he handled it they'll look at it and go he looks like he was hiding it and game over credibility over yeah i don't i kind that's of, where i am truly <laughs> i think he doesn't think this is much of a story right now um and it's honestly not been much of a story um for what i think it should be right. um i think he believes that exposing those policy those policies 
would be more damaging than the benefit of showing that there was nothing on her in those files. I think I think if he released them all and there's nothing on Tara Reid, that does not discredit her claim at all, because right. he already said that it wouldn't be in there if it existed. Um, so if it's not there, what is his... What what gain does he get? You right. know, he, I think I think the negative he, he would get from something at, like that is worse. Should he be looking at what gains do I get? In this? should he? <laughs> I mean, no. It'd be great if he just said nice things and didn't. Yeah, but is he certainly right? Um, I think we're drawing closer to a close. Um, just because I'm kind of. I've been jumping around on this uh, mm-hmm. on this fact sheet well, that I have. You did you did ask about how do we think this should be handled? Yes, yes. Um, and I basically I think I've said that these cats. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I've basically said, um, you know, I I think women should have the presumption of truth when they come forward with something like that. Uh, claims should be vetted. Um, we should look into it. We should have an open mind. Um, just, you know, don't, nobody should be attacked. Nobody should be attacked for, for coming forward with a story like this. Um, nobody should be hacked. They shouldn't be harassed online. They shouldn't be called a liar. They shouldn't have their personal life drugged through the mud. You know, the fact that they changed their name to escape an abusive marriage shouldn't be used against them. I just don't. I don't think we need to be attacking women for coming forward. I think it's a really, really awful thing to do, and it's a terrible look for the party of women. So, right? Do you like? Oh, what, what do you think? I agree. Yeah. Um, in terms of how we should be dealing with it, um, one, I understand the media's reluctance to cover it, but they. And I'm, I'm sorry, I understand the television media's reluctance to cover it um, because they don't, they're don't. they trying to overcorrect from when they, like, fucking went, hey, Brett Kavanaugh has these, like, rape rooms um, and because Michael Avenatti said so. Like, they're trying to overcorrect from that. Yeah. But they still should be pressing um, members of the Biden administration, sorry, uh, members of the, the Biden campaign team, um, anyone connected to Biden to get actual answers and for the surrogates for, you know, the like, you know, senators that are, that are just answering questions and and promoting Biden, like, you know, um, Stacey Abrams, when she's hanging, like hanging with Biden, they need to, they need to say to her, like, what do you think of these allegations? And, and are you satisfied with blah, 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 blah. And, and like really get what, like what these people think. Mm I, I will say this. uh, And, I wanted to ask you one more thing, but before I before I do, I'm gonna I'm I'll, I'm gonna say kind of where I am here. Um, print media, I think, has done a decent job. Mm-hmm. I think print media has done a quite good job, especially the New York Times going through and reaching out to you know over twenty uh, staff. I think it was like twenty or, or somewhere around twenty um, former staffers in the in the um, in the Biden uh, Senate office and and you know trying to like like hunting this down. Um, there are people who are who are looking into this and trying to get um, the specifics on this, and I commend those people. That is great. Um, that is what we need um, mm-hmm. because this is not over. The story is not even close to over. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it's resolved. Um, I it. <laughs> There needs to be there needs to be more, and the the Biden uh, camp needs to answer some more questions. I I think that um, they are trying to open up those those Senate records, so the Senate personnel records, but they're I think the Senate office said they legally can't do it, so they're trying to work with the Biden campaign lawyers to figure out how they can do that. Um, I, what the fuck is the just do it? I don't I don't understand what the legal basis is, and fucking then petition a court to say we can like uh, fucking let's do it mm-hmm. so it can be done. This is bananas to me that this is. That this is still happening. That they're still like, I don't know how we're gonna uh, like. No, it no. Um, do you one th- one thing I do want? Yeah. I think we should also address um, the. I think there's a lot, a lot of what's being used to discredit Tara Reid is the fact that her story changed, and the fact which it, that which her her um, her corroborating. Witnesses. witnesses stories um have changed as well which also did. um but there is a reasonable explanation behind it um so i i do want to like 
yes, that does make it more questionable. But think about the reasonable explanation we've been given, you know, that she didn't want... If this happened, what, what what's 1993, like 15, 16 years ago? 17? 17 years ago. Wait. No, it it's 20. Jesus. Oh yeah, it's because yeah. we're because <laughs> I was born in ninety two. I was born so it's twenty six years ago. We're really good at math. Um, and what'd you get your degree in again? Math. Okay, cool. Um, so she waited a long time before coming forward in the public um, just about harassment, right. um, which I find entirely credible, and anybody should find her harassment claim credible based on everything we've seen joe biden do in public on camera right so she has said that she didn't really feel ready to come out with the sexual assault claim and then she decided she was that's that's something that assault survivors go through you know that's a real thing that happens that's not that's not uncommon and her corroborating witnesses have said i didn't want to be the one to say that if she wasn't ready right so i do find that reasonable i understand why people use it to question but that's not a reason to entirely dismiss her her claims i agree so i did just want to mention that but do you think it's a reason to question her claims i do find it questionable i do think it is a It's something someone can use when they're deciding for themselves whether they think these are valid or not. Okay. That's that's what I think. I think I think anybody everybody should make their own decision. You know, take in as much information as you can and and make your own decision. Don't just say, "Well, this person said she stole a horse from somebody and her story changed, so no reason to believe her." Right. You know, like, just take in all the information, make your own decision, and don't reach out and attack her because you don't know. You don't know what happened. No one knows what happened except the two of them. Right. And that's the truth. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, is there anything else we wanted to, we wanted to end this on? I, one thing I wanted to ask was, do you think that due to this... There will be ramifications for, you know, women are seeing this. Yeah. Sex, sexual uh, assault survivors are are seeing this. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, it is it gives them a reason to not want to not want to speak out. Absolutely. I mean, what story have you seen from a sexual assault survivor that would make you want to speak out? You're right. Yeah. Like that's this is par for the course. Dr. Blasey Ford had to get a security team because she was getting so many death threats. Like, it's not surprising. It's it's very disappointing to me that the Me Too movement did not support Tara Reid. Well, the Me Too movement, to be clear, they did direct her to lawyers. They don't... According to the Me Too move, according according to the Me Too or, organization, is it Times Up? I'm thinking. Of? I think you might be thinking of Times Up, yeah. but regardless, regardless, the that specific organization went on record, I believe, and said that they did, um, uh, they did recommend a lawyer for her, and they, as an organization, don't, um, don't represent. Um, you know, a sexual assault survivor in like as a as a lawyer or that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So mm-hmm. they did say that, but but I I do agree that they have seemingly shown more of an embrace of others. Yeah. Um. Um. And not not Tara Reed, but I want to make sure that that mm-hmm. was out there as well. Um. Uh, I think one thing we wanted to talk about is what could happen. What are the potential outcomes? Right. I do have that written down here. Yeah. I was jumping all over this, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Potential mm-hmm. outcomes? I think we both agree that, and correct me if I'm wrong, that likely there is nothing going to change. I think um, if we're talking, we're talking potential outcomes, um, uh, firstly, people are going to believe what they want to believe. I don't think there's going to be any sort of legal um, no. thing that happens. No. I want to make that, that people, it's literally going to be fought in the, the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, 
it is going to be very unlikely for Joe Biden to be taken off of uh, the ballot for the Democratic Party for president. I don't see a real mechanism for that to happen unless there is some conclusive evidence that shows that this did occur. Mm -hmm. Because until then, we are in a position where it's a he said, she said, and... And he is one of the most powerful men in the world. Yep, and she can be painted as a woman who worked for him and got demoted and is now angry. Mm -hmm. Or painted as because she liked Vladimir Putin for like a month or two. Um, so she's kind of in a real shit situation. I, I, I don't know what it's going to be politically for um, Joe Biden. I do know that shit really sucks for Tara and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I, I think that um, Tara Reid's going to be put through hell and is currently being put through hell. And she's just trying to tell her story. So I think that sucks. I I, I will admit, um, before we go, I want to make sure that I, I make this clear. I, I will admit that um, I don't think everything adds up. I think that there are some inconsistencies that are kind of that are kind mm-hmm. of weird to me. And at this moment, I don't, I don't, I can't firmly say I believe that this happened. However, I'm incredibly open to um, evidence for, uh, to, to prove to me that it did. Um, I really, really want those, I really, really want a Senate document to come out, um, regarding this, um, because I think if there is one, regardless of what it says, it is really, um, something that takes a real shot at Joe Biden's credibility, um, for saying nothing is in there. It's not there. There's nothing there. Well, if there's something there, then that's a pretty big thing to, to fucking say out loud (laughs) and have the opposite happen. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, it is, it is a, it's a real shit, it's a real shit show. And, um, it just sucks that someone is going to be destroyed for it. And it, the other person may be elected president of the United States, um, because that's kind of what happens to women. Um, mm-hmm. it's whenever some sort of thing happens that it's between a man and a woman, um, the man gets uh, rewarded and the woman gets punished. And I'll just point it out, if it didn't happen, and Joe Biden is not elected president, that also sucks. Yeah, but, I mean, it sucks. Look, okay. <laughs> I, I'm looking at it and I was like, yeah, that sucks for him. He just didn't become president. Um, but it, I think it, sucks it for, wouldn't just suck it sucks for, for him. It sucks for the nation as a whole. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I find it, I find it, my thing is, I mean, that woman's life is turned upside down. And I, I know that... I, I can't look at it in like that political sense, though. Mm-hmm. Though it is more than a political sense if you think about it. If it didn't happen, and Joe Biden loses elect or loses this election, and we have former years of our nation being led by this straight up lunatic dummy, we are in a lot of trouble, and yes. it's bad for all of us. But I still, I mean, I still look at it in like a sense of like, like that, like Tara's going through some fucking hell right now, and it also really discourages women from coming forward and that is awful too because that we don't want to take steps backwards but that's kind of what we're looking at here mm-hmm. okay is there anything else that you'd like to uh say before we before we wrap i mean just take a take a look at yourself before you tweet something yeah it'd be great be like just think about the fact that this might be a survivor of sexual assault that you're saying these things about or to right you know that's all yeah i mean i'd also like to say do research yeah look into things don't just believe one side because you like that side look into the evidence Mm -hmm. have an open mind look into the evidence and don't trash a person because you they're making fun of your guy like this is so much bigger than than just you know it's bigger it's it's a bigger situation than people are giving it credit for Mm -hmm. and we really need to treat it with the respect and attention it deserves Mm -hmm. so 
well, that's gonna do it for us um we will see you uh this weekend um for a more fun show than this yeah um yep. thanks for listening um we'll see you in a little bit cheers <laughs>